So here's the real mystery. How do regular folks like you and me, who have families and real lives, who have careers and regular nine to fives, really fare in the personal finance game? Why are some hugely successful while others fail miserably time and time again? Those are the glaring questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. So excited to have you guys joining us uh, today. Uh, lots of good things to talk about. Um, and, you know, we have our guest of honor here. Eva, are you out there? I sure am. Happy to be here. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, so, yeah, so today I wanted to uh, kind of talk about uh, some things that... Um, really, you know, uh, affect a lot of us in a lot of ways. We don't really understand um, how much it affects us until we turn 18. And the one thing I'm talking about is credit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember my one of my first uh, uh, dealings with credit was, I remember I got to, it was my freshman year of college. I got on campus and I remember I was walking around and um, they had all these tables out. I didn't understand what the tables were for. Uh, but I knew that they were giving away free candy. <laughs> oh, you did it for the candy? <laughs> and I was hungry. So they were like, hey, come get the Discover card. Come get this visa. Come get this. And I'm like, what is, you know, and they're like, yeah, man, you you, you get a student one, you get $300, whatever. And, and I'll get you this, you know, this candy bar or whatever, you know, <laughs> I was hungry. I was like, all right, let me get a couple of these. So I ended up walking away with like two or three credit cards, not really <laughs> even knowing. That was fun. <laughs> knowing uh, why, uh, you know, I had them um, asking my parents about them. They didn't know much about, you know, well, they didn't have a lot of like, I would say, uh, like great advice initially because they were still kind of, you know, dealing with their own thing in terms of understanding it. But long story short, I've had a big up and down road with credit. Um, and I know that nowadays, um, yeah, like I'll just say like for me nowadays, uh, I mainly live off of cash. At some point, I was doing really well with my credit. You know, 20 years later, I'm doing really well. And then COVID hit and certain things happen. And so now it's just like, um, you know, I'm like just mainly focusing on cash. But I know credit's important, right? Yeah. Eva, isn't, isn't credit? It, it sure is. It's very important, especially when you need it and you don't got it. <laughs> right absolutely right because the cash sometimes runs out right the cash um, could run out i mean just it's crazy because just the other day i was having a conversation with my friend and he's like do you know we're running out of money and i'm like what do you mean we're running out of money he's like yeah aren't you reading the news like they're not making quarter they're not making coins anymore so we're gonna have to just rely on dollars and i'm like so how is that gonna work everything's gonna be rounded up perfect dollar amount? He's like, I don't know, but we're running out of money. And I'm like, well, I can't even tell you the last time I actually used cash. Like, I don't use cash. Like, if you were to rob me, good luck with finding cash on me. <laughs> I don't carry it. And, um, and it's so crazy for the people that walk around with lots of money. I'm like, you lose your wallet, you lose your purse, you know, we're so busy, things can happen. And it's like, oh no, the yeah. most you're going to get is my credit cards and, and good luck trying yeah. to 
you know, use those fraudulently because I've got all kinds of alerts set up on my stuff. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, there's crazy as it may sound, a lot of people that are using cash and it's either one of two reasons, either one, they don't even know how the credit world works. Mm -hmm. They're intimidated by it. So they don't even like even want to entertain the idea or two, they've come from a bad experience or a bad situation that doesn't, they, they, they don't want to go down that path again. Mm -hmm. And and what I want to empower people to do is I want people to love credit, see the power behind it, see that it can be a good thing and not a negative thing. And it takes, in, in my personal opinion, it does take a lot of discipline, a yeah. lot of discipline to just not throw down the credit cards when you want to buy things just because you don't have the cash for them. Well, let's talk a little bit about that um, because, um, you know, we we know in this in this world, uh, especially in you know the U.S., credit matters, right? Mm -hmm. We know that um, your credit score it 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 can um, in a lot of ways impact your quality of life, right, and your choices. Yeah. Um, and so, but before we get into that, um, can you just give people like your definition of of credit for someone who, I mean, I think a lot of people have, have heard it, um, have an idea, but what really is in, you know, in practicality and, and actually application, what is credit? Yeah, definitely. You know, I tell people this, it's kind of like when you're going to school and you do your homework and you get good grades, you get a report card that tells everybody how smart you are, right? In the credit world, to have good credit, your credit report tells the lenders how well you manage finances. So if you don't have credit, they don't know. Are you a saver? Are you a spender? Do you pay people back if you borrow money? They have no clue. So if you don't build credit, they're going to automatically assume you're a risk. And in that terminology means I'm going to charge you a high interest rate. So in case you fail to pay, at least I got some money in the beginning. Mm, but yeah. at the end of the day, you practically need credit for everything. You know, crazy as it may sound, but some employers run credit checks, especially if you're in the financial world or if you're handling people's personal information like socials date of births and things like that they're gonna do a credit check on you because if you owe a lot of money or you are not paying your bills chances are you might be tempted to steal somebody's identity granted that's their opinion and that may not entirely be the truth but we got to keep it real if they're pulling a credit report and you're in the four five hundreds you're probably going to get denied even the place of employment, let alone other credit. And that's a, that's an interesting point because um, <clears throat> one like one thing that I've seen, and it seems almost ironic or or not um, like contradictory, in that the folks that are the most neediest or you know the the poorest or you know having a rough time are the ones that have the lowest credit but also are the ones that are charged the most. 
Yeah. Right. The lower your credit, when you go apply for something, if you get approved, the higher your interest. So that means you pay more. You know, you are looking for a job because you need to get paid, but then you judge me based on my credit. And if my credit is not good, I don't get the job, which which would give me money to then pay my, my debt. So it's just, it's just it's such a, it's a like, vicious strange, cycle. it's a vicious cycle, right? <laughs> and so, you know, for me, I could tell you this, you know, quick little backstory with, with my personal kind of journey with credit. I've had an up and down, right? I've been uh, close to 800. <laughs> That's right. I've been close <laughs> to 800 score, you know, really doing well, especially when I was making six figures. And then I've been on the other side of that. Uh, where I couldn't get approved for things or had to, you know, um, accept deals that weren't uh, really in my favor. Um, and it always struck me because I was like, man, like when I'm, at, you know, my, my roughest time, I can't get a break. Like everything costs so much more, yeah. right? Have you, have you seen that? I know Absolutely. you help a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, I have tons of clients that I've worked with and um, it sucks. It really sucks because when you make a decision on tackling your financial goals and you're trying to do better, but the options are very limited because of the past situations, it becomes very, very frustrating. But I will say this, if you keep hanging with the right people to learn the right information, there will be light at the end of the tunnel. You are not going to be in an ugly credit score forever as long as you're willing to do something about it. But yeah, if you've got low credit scores, you're only going to qualify for the ugly accounts, the accounts with the high interest rates, the ones with the annual fees, the ones that you got to put a security deposit into, you know, the ones that if you do have those accounts and you face a hardship, these are the same creditors and lenders that are not going to be there for you to help you lower your payments or skip payments. They're going to be the first ones to send you to collections after four months of non-payment. They're going to be the first ones that are going to take legal action and sue you because they're thinking, well, she's not paying me. I don't want to be the last one in line to collect. I want to be the first one. So let's take legal action because they all have access to your credit reports. So if they see multiple debtors on there, guess what? They're going to want to be first to get paid because when they take legal action and get a judgment and do a wage garnishment, Wage garnishments, you could only have two creditors at a time, garnishing a total of 25% of your earnings. They're not going to want to be the last ones in line. They're going to want to be first. So I say that that's why credit matters. Because if you're in a negative spot, it's going to get uglier and uglier and uglier. Yeah, you were telling me about someone you were helping recently, right? With the like a car loan or something. Yes, yes. One of my um, one of my students, she came to me because she wants to buy a house, and I love it. I I love it. Like that's that is my goal is to put everybody in houses. Granted, yes, we're gonna do the credit thing, but I want to see you in a house. Mm-hmm. Um, so her goal was to to buy a house, and financially, she's she's good. But credit scores, not so good. 
And the credit score isn't bad because of bad credit. It's not high enough because she lacks credit. So when I pulled her credit report, I'm like, oh, this is easy. Like there's hardly anything on here. Um, But talking to her, understanding what her goals are, I'm like, okay, then I need to teach you how to build credit wisely. She had an auto loan that was on there. She did have, I think, like one or two little itty bitty collections, like under a hundred bucks. So no big deal. Pay those off. No problem. But she had a car loan on there. And the car loan beginning balance was a little under 14000 She had only had it for not even six months. And I automatically know by looking at the credit scores, that auto loan is at a very high interest rate. Credit reports don't tell you interest rates. They tell you the balance and the payment and whether or not you're late and other things. But it does not tell you the interest rate. But when I look at the loan amount of 14000 and I see a car payment of 475000 I'm like, that's a high interest rate. Hold on. $475? I'm sorry. $475. Sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 475 a month for a $14,000 loan. That is a 72-month term. Ooh. Yeah. Hey, quick break here. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. We'll get you right back to it. We just want to spend a few seconds to talk about the Empower You financial group on Facebook. This is Eva's private Facebook group where she gives free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve your financial situation. Join the over 1,000 plus member community and see the success stories of people just like you who want to live life on their own terms. Come laugh with us, tell your story, and share your victories. Just search Empower You Financial in Facebook and join our free private group. Oh, and be sure to invite a friend. 72 months. Hold on. I'm going to do the math on that real quick. You said, how much was it? 72 months times $475 a month. $475 times 72. That's $34,000. Yikes. $34,000 for a $14,000 loan. You would think after paying $34,000, she's driving something nice. (laughs) No. It was a year-old vehicle, not the best make and model, but because she needed a car at that time, she, in essence, was forced, not forced, everybody has choices, right? But Her choices were, if I don't get this car today, I can't go to work tomorrow. Yeah, which and which a lot of ways, because I've been there um, is, you know, it really is. It doesn't feel like a choice. Right. I mean, you you're pretty much pressed um, between a a rock and a hard place and you have to kind of eat, you know, eat some things that you wouldn't otherwise do. And um, the one thing, too, about credit is. You know, like you said, it's kind of like your report card, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, me as a former principal, I used to give this speech a lot about report cards. But it doesn't really matter if you're like a good or bad person, 
right? I mean, credit, you would think, you know, like you could be an honest person, really good person, yeah. good hearted person, still have bad credit. Yeah. Because you have bad credit, <laughs> they're not going to give you any favor. Right. And you could be on the other end of it, you could be a really awful person. But if your credit is good, then you, you find favor. And so yeah. um, talk to me a little bit about what that favor is actually like. So like when you're on the other side of that, yeah. um, you know, when, when, when the credit is good, you know, when, yeah. when, when you got the, the 800 score or whatever, or, you know, you just, you know, what, what is that life like? Um, like what, what, what kind of advantages are out there for folks who are, you know, in, on the other side of it, have the good credit? Definitely. For those that have excellent credit and excellent in the lender's perspective is 700 and above. Scores go up to 850, 700 and above, excellent. So, you know, what life looks like, it looks like instant approvals when you're applying online. It looks like high credit card limits. It looks like 0% interest for the first 12 months of your purchases. So, yeah. so just to be just to be clear on that for folks that are not, you know, I just want to make sure everything is super clear for people. When, when you hear 0% interest, I don't know if folks always calculate exactly what that means. So I would say in the example of, you know, the one you just gave, $475 per month over, you know, 72 months, the reason why you're paying $34,000 for a $14,000 car is because of interest. Yes. Right. But if you had zero interest, then your payments times the number of payments would equal the loan amount. Right. If you know, if you had it for the whole, you know, 72 months, but 12 months, that means there'd just be no extra money you're paying uh, on top of what you borrowed. Is that, is that, is that right? Absolutely. Interest is basically the money these banks make on letting you borrow their money. It's profit for them. Profit, complete profit. And a whole lot of profit. (laughs) I mean, they don't even pay us 1% in our savings account, but they want to charge us 21%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. So, um, yeah. And, and, and low interest means lower monthly payments which lower monthly payments means less stress on another bill that you're paying on every month. Yeah. It, it could look like credit cards paying you to use them. Mm. Now you've mentioned that a couple of times um, to me and, and um, I know we're actually going to be doing some work more about that, but we got to talk about that. I think that's a whole nother episode. Though. I think that's a whole <laughs> but, but that's a good teaser, right? So credit cards are, yeah paying you to use their services. So uh, one thing too, like I realized, you know, some of the benefits of uh, credit is, you know, is, is also how people treat you. Right. I mean, there's certain, Mm -hmm. um, I remember when I had a certain card, I won't, I won't, I'm not trying to give any kind of um, pub to anyone. So (laughs) I'm not going to mention any names, but when I had a certain card, I remember being able to, like when I whipped it out, people, you know, would respond to me differently. And yeah. open up certain doors. I was able to get into certain areas that others weren't allowed exclusive access to certain areas. I remember uh, being sent exclusive, you know, tickets or exclusive, you know, reservations for different things uh, yeah. just because of what I had in my wallet. Uh, 
which is amazing to me uh, because I was literally the same guy just a few years, you know, prior to that, that couldn't get anything, you know, going on. <laughs> same exact guy, you know, like, but, um, but yeah, that, that, that credit score, you know, told people a different story about me. Yeah. Um, and so it opened up the access. Um, so like, what are, what are some other, like, I don't know, like uh, you had mentioned getting, um, getting paid by credit cards. Are there any other perks or any like, like not very well-known perks of having great credit score? Cause it, it just feels like, you know, from outside looking in is that the, the, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. Like the, the more rich you are, the less you pay for stuff. And the poorer you are, the more you pay for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Like, Yeah. And, and that's, you know, and that, and think about it. What do they teach us about this stuff? They don't teach us. You got to either learn by trial and error, or you got to learn from somebody on purpose because you're surrounding yourself amongst those podcasts, those books, those types of people. But I mean, crazy as it may sound, being in that 700 plus score does put you in a whole different environment. You know, another thing, those, those accounts that you are applying with, with the, you know, and getting with the good credit score, these are the bankers that are like, okay, we're going to value you as a person because of your score. And because of that, we're going to give you this type of platinum card or this type of black card or whatever. And those cards, some of them do really cool things. Some of them have roadside assistance absolutely free where other people are paying for that stuff. Some people are paying extra in their auto insurance for that stuff. But if you had a good credit score, you could get it for free with a certain credit card. (laughs) There's credit cards that if your airline loses your luggage, they will reimburse you for it. There's credit cards that will cover your auto rental insurance. So when you're an enterprise and they're trying to sell you that extra insurance, you use the right credit card, something happens, that company will pay for the damages. I Mm. mean, I don't know about you, but that's value. Oh, yeah. I remember, especially when I used to travel, I used to travel a lot. Um, Fortunately, I had one of those credit cards. Um, and it saved me quite a bit of money each time. Um, and I remember like also some other benefits, like it was like random stuff. Like, you know, I would get like certain credits, like a certain um, up to $200 credit whenever I spent money at, a, um, at an airline or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, like I remember getting like having like $200 uh, credit for like Uber, you know, so basically I had, you know, up $200 worth of rides for free, you know, um, you know, every year it would cycle. Um, so yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, and you're not even aware of those things, right? It's just like, people are just, you know, I'm just like, wow, I'm just getting all this extra stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember even like, you know, this one particular credit card, like I said, I could, I could get into exclusive areas. Like it was at the airport. I remember going to those those lounges, man, those, you know, the, the doors <laughs> with the glass and, you know, rich like, people. yeah, you know, I get in there and I remember, Oh, I figured it out. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that it was, it was the card, but I remember getting in there and seeing celebrities, get free and seeing snacks. 
athlete. Yeah, I would sit down and literally have an entire meal. Bottled water. That's right. I'd have an entire meal. They'd have a buffet there. (laughs) They'd have a buffet there, all free. And then the thing is, they'd have like a um, the refrigerator, you know, with um, all these um, everything snacks and bags and chips and all like, and everything's on the house. Like I, I was looking around for the register, and they're like. Nah, this is, you know, even even the bar, the bar, yeah. even though I don't really, I don't drink, but the bar was open. It's free. Like every okay, next time I'm traveling with you. No. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, yo, this is what's up. Um, right? and I, it's and a I, whole different level, a yeah. whole different experience. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What about, what about, what about when you've got excellent credit? And the world shuts down and you need help because your income has been affected due to COVID. You need help. You can't make all of your payments anymore because your income has has been cut. You know how hard it is for people to call their creditors to ask for a hardship payment? Because they're afraid of rejection. They're afraid of, nope, nope, you got to make your payment. Mm -hmm. But if you have a great credit score and do business with great banks, you don't even need to call them. They call you. Wow. Hey, Mrs. Palacios, is everything okay? We're known at, we, we know there's a pandemic happening. Do you need us to defer your car payment? <laughs> what? <laughs> you best believe I am doing all kinds of transactions with that bank. Uh-huh. Because I didn't even have to call them. They called me. Yeah. I'm like, what? Man, that's super cool. And, yeah. you know, like I... um. Yeah, so there's there's tons of great perks, right, for being on the other side of it. Also, obviously, when you when you need things, the money is there for emergencies, and also it allows you to have more options, right? You can you can purchase things, you can go on those trips, you can you know um, get the house you want, the car you want, things like that. Yeah. At the same time, though, um, you know, having all that credit, um, it can be a really cool thing. But but what are <laughs> What are some of the downfalls of having all that credit, all that good credit, all that, you know, everybody's saying, hey, I know, you know, you're good here. You can, you know, have a $15,000 limit, 20,000, whatever. What, what's, uh, is is it all, is it all peaches and cream? Is it all, you know? You gotta be very disciplined, very disciplined with those types of high credit limits. And, and temptation is there. You know, temptation is there, but since the beginning of time, credit cards were intended as a short-term loan. You borrow it and you pay it back in 30 days. Like that was the first credit card. There was no, let the balance roll over and roll over and roll over for forever. It was, you borrow this, you got 30 days to pay it back. You don't, then we're going to come after you. Mm, but, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. So, and, and back then, I mean, you know, when they came after you, they came after you, you know, sheriffs were knocking on your door because you didn't pay your bills. Now world's evolved. You know, yeah. you know get that dramatic. You can't go to jail anymore for that. Can't go, you can't go to jail for no that debtors. type of debt. No debtors don't, jail. <laughs> don't be messing with the IRS though. Yeah. No, yeah. That's different. <laughs> they, they need that. <laughs> yes. And they will gladly collect. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's there's people that you know 
end up getting these high limits. Oh, yes. Temptation, right? I mean, in my 20 years, you know, working at the old job, those were the only people who called me. Nobody ever called me and said, hey, I got a credit limit increase. They were like, I got into credit card debt. How can you help me? And, um, And that's why it's so important to understand how credit works, when to use it, and to know that living debt-free is an amazing feeling. But at the end of the day, a lot of people get into credit card debt so quickly because it is that life jacket. When times get tough and incomes go away or they get slashed, what do the first people do? The first thing they do is, well, I got a credit card. I can live off of my credit cards for right now. Well, what if the situation doesn't change? I mean, shoot, we're in a pandemic starting in March. Then it was okay. Everything got lifted. And now we're back in round two. Like, you you don't know. Like, if you don't, if you can't foresee income changing in the next few weeks or few months, you better not use those credit cards because it's only going to get uglier six months later. Yeah. And, and that's the hard part because, man, I mean, I don't know, you know, you swipe, you don't even have an idea of what you're charging until that bill becomes due. I mean, me, I got OCD, so I got alerts for everything. Something gets charged, I'm knowing about it. <laughs> but most people don't, aren't aware of their spending habits that very quickly those credit cards get maxed out. And then once one gets maxed out, guess what? Then you go on to another one. Do the same thing and do it again and do it again until when? Until you can't pay no more. Yeah. And then it gets really ugly after that. So, um, yeah, you know, and, and that's why a whole nother podcast, we're going to talk about debt consolidation. When is a good time? Does it really help? How does it work? Who do I go to? Because a lot of people, instead of paying down their debt, they start robbing Peter to pay Paul. And then it becomes even uglier where, you know, you, you put one credit card and then you move it over here. You don't have to worry about a payment for 30 days, but then you move it again. Yeah. And it's just, it's a vicious cycle. And, and that I think is where most Americans now who have had that type of ugly experience that never want to go back are like, nope, I ain't doing the credit card thing anymore. Nope, been there, done that. I'm living cash only. Mm-hmm. But then what happens when you want to buy a house? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because, yeah, because I, I can see how, you know, having the big limit, mm-hmm. you're tempted yep. to get that thing that you've been wanting for a while, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it gives you that instant gratification, right? You can swipe it, it's yours, but you still owe it on the back end. And then- yeah. God forbid there's a mix of, you know, a little of indulgence and then also some hardship, mm-hmm. perfect storm. You end up maxing out your credit cards one after another. And the next thing you know, you know, can't pay. And so, yeah. and that's the thing too, is that, you know, when you max them out, your credit score goes down. Yeah. So then now, and, 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 and from, what I, from what I understand and also unfortunately have experience because like you mentioned, the credit the creditors, uh, they have your credit report. Yeah. So when they see that you're struggling, what do they do? 
They don't increase your limits. They yeah. actually decrease your limits. They sure do. So if you had, I, re- I mean, like if you, if you, let's say you got three credit cards and they're all um, $5,000 limits mm-hmm. and you've maxed out two of them and you still got 5,000 open on the, on the third one, you, you plan on using that one. <laughs> You might get a letter or email from that creditor that says your new limit is now a thousand dollars. Yes, because yes. we we have looked at your credit recently, looked at the risk. It looks like you probably go end up spending on this one, so we're gonna reduce our risk, we're not our exposure. We <laughs> taking that chance, and we gonna yeah. go ahead and just cut you down, which could be another you know hardship too. So it's yeah. really interesting how that goes because on the other end too, you know they will raise it. So let's say you're doing really well. Um, Cause I've experienced that too, where my credit card started, you know, maybe a thousand and fifteen hundred. And yeah. the next thing I know, I'm not even paying attention to, it. I look up at the statement, it's at 4,000 or 5,000 on a limit. I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's kind of like that reward, but it's also enticing, right? Cause you're like, Oh snap, there's more room. So that's yeah. why that discipline is, is like you mentioned is super important. Super important. Super important. I mean, just imagine a day where you have $150,000 in available credit. Ooh. So you can go, you can go buy a car with that. You, you can probably buy a house in some states with that. You can swipe that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really swipe when you buy a house. You have the cash advance, which then gives you a really high interest rate. <laughs> <Yeah>. So no. <laughs> with a car, with a car you can do. With a car you can. And, and as a matter of fact, I've done that. Oh, okay. I've so done that. Baller alert. Hold on. I should yeah. have a sound effect right here for baller alert. Yeah. Nice. So so you can't really swipe a credit card when buying a car. At least I've never done it. I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> but I purchased a car and it was, you know, it was at a great interest rate, 2.99% interest. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just got approved for a 0% credit card. For 12 months, let me write a check for my credit card because, you know, they offer that transfer your balances. Well, those checks can be paid to another credit card to transfer a balance or it could be paid to somebody else. Mm. So I used that check, paid off the car loan. And in a year's time, I had zero percent interest which then allowed me to pay that car off two years earlier when that 12 month, you know, was about to expire with that 0%. I did another balance transfer for another wow. 0%. So in essence, I got a car loan at 0% just by knowing the system. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> dope, right? But, right. And that's available to you. Why? Because you you have good credit. So yeah. having and good credit allows you will reward good behavior. Yeah. You will get those credit, those random credit limit, uh, credit limit increases mm-hmm. if you're doing well with those accounts. But just imagine, imagine the person that has 150, 200,000, shoot, I don't even know, however many thousands of dollars in available credit. And they're like, hmm, it's there. I don't really need it because I live off of cash. But if something happens and they need it to make a move, they've got the availability to do so at that moment in time. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, you know, I, um, so obviously we know credit, credit matters, right. And there's a lot of ups and downs with it. Um, 
so what 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 is like you know one thing that you would want people to take away from um you know just just you know the whole idea of credit especially credit in their lives um if you were to share you know one thing for them to kind of stick with um what would that be I think right now, because of the season that we're in and what historically I've seen, I want to empower people to love credit. So many people have had a bad experience with it because they did not have the right information. They didn't have the right knowledge, the right tools. So I want people to feel good about having these available credit limits with these types of perks that would improve their life that will pay them monies because they know the system and they know what the world can provide to them. Yeah. Awesome. Love credit. Interesting. Yes. Love credit. It can do <laughs> wonders for you. That's right. That's right. Like I used to tell the kids, love your report card. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And be proud. Like be proud. That, you know, once you get to that 700 plus score, be proud, be proud of that because it definitely takes work and it takes more work if you're cleaning up negatives, Mm -hmm. but it also takes work if you don't have any credit. And I promise you, you build credit the right way. You're going to have opportunities all around you. You get to be in the lounge area with the free snacks and the free beverages. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep. And we all deserve that. We all deserve that. All right. Well, that is it for our episode today. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and we will see you guys in the next episode. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Empower You Financial with Eva Palacios. One of the things that Eva enjoys most about being in personal finance is seeing people win. So if you are looking to improve your credit score because you are ready to make a major purchase, get better rates, or start living life on your own terms, visit Eva at evaempowers.com and schedule a consultation with her so you too can live life empowered.